0: Hi, bestie. I hope you are having a fabulous day. I am back, back, back on the podcast to talk about some more tax money finance stuff, like I always do. Um, in my office today, very casual vibes. If you could see me uh, in the video wearing pajamas, I have my feet propped up on on the table. My podcast editor is probably going to be like, "What's going on?" But I did not sleep the best last night, so I'm kind of hyped up on my pumpkin cream cold brew, um, but still just doing like a a chill day in the office. So with that, we're going to have a chill podcast topic, and our topic today is seven times you need to ring a tax strategist, but before we dive into time number one, point number one. Um, I want to remind all of you that we now have a free trial for the VIP tier of my membership, Profit RX. Lots of amazing stuff in there, office hours, an initial one on one with me. Yes, as part of your free tri- trial. So go check it out www.bradendrake.com forward slash trial. And we will have the link to that in the show notes as well. All right. So. Without any further ado, let's dive in seven times to ring your tax strategist. Number one, number one time you want to ring them at the close of every tax season. So as you know, we file our taxes hopefully every April. If we get it done on time, we get them filed. We review them with our tax preparer. If your tax preparer is not reviewing your taxes for you, red flag. Okay. I just talked on the phone yesterday with someone who was unhappy with her accountant and they said that they got an email from their accountant about 10 minutes before taxes were due to be filed. And the accountant said, Hey, hurry up. I need you to sign this. so I can submit it. That's a big red flag because you should have time to review their work, right? Hopefully, hopefully, you don't really need to like look for errors, like hopefully you can trust them, but still things fall through the cracks you want some time, So that's not ideal. You want to have time to review it. And then ideally your accountant should actually have a sit down with you, even if it's only like 15 minutes to go through the return, explain to you like key, er- key areas, all that kind of stuff. All right. So that's important. And then after the tax return, um, it's even better if they can give you guidance on what you should be doing differently in your business and in your personal life to maximize your deductions, decrease your taxes, all that kind of stuff. So that's the first example of when you should be talking to a tax strategist. Number two, um, every quarter. So every time quarterly taxes are due, uh, give them a ring. And I don't mean this like literally like don't pick up the phone and call your tax person every quarter for quarterly taxes. Um, unless you're not hearing from them, then you may need to do that. I co- also could have labeled this seven times, you should hear from your tax person, right? And I can kind of tell you when in some of these circumstances, they should be contacting you and other circumstances, you should be contacting them. But every quarter, they should be you know, checking in with you. Have you paid your quarterly taxes? Here's how much you should be paying. Um, here's what your business is looking like in this quarter. All right. Number three, before the end of the tax year, please, please like don't go to try to buy a G-Wagon in the month of December in order to get $150,000 tax deduction, not a decision that you should be making without guidance from your tax professional. All right. So I talked a lot about in last week's episode, if you listen to that one, I think it was a really good one, pat myself on the back. I talked about... Um, how there's this big jump in the tax bracket from 12% to 22%. And if you're in the 12% tax bracket this year, but you expect to be in the 22% tax bracket next year, it's probably not wise to spend a bunch of money in December when you could spend it in January instead and get uh, more deductions for it. So those are the kind of conversations you should be having with your tax strategist at the end of the year. Also things like what does your reasonable salary and your escort feel like? or look like? Can we form an escort for you and backdate it? Is that possible? Um, If that's not something we did at the beginning of the year, should we plan to do it in January? Uh, Lots of key decisions there. Number four, uh, you should talk to your tax strategist whenever you have big changes in your business model or your business finances. So what should you do differently? Um, How can you pivot during the year? Uh, When do you need to pivot? So if you're hiring people, how does that impact your taxes? If you're going to be introducing new big expenses, spending a lot of money, uh, anytime you have big significant changes in the business. Number five, flip side of that whenever big financial stuff happens in your personal life. Big financial stuff could mean a fat raise for you or you or a spouse. Uh, if you have maybe a kid that's like aging out of child tax credit ages, if you inherit a large sum of money, if you win a lot of money gambling, um, these are all scenarios that I've you know helped people with in the past. I've had uh, students who've inherited, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then the question is, what should we do with this? How does it impact our taxes? Should we invest it? Should we put it in retirement? Um, all of these things have tax consequences and they're something that your tax strategists can help you with. Number six, when tax laws change, right? So this actually doesn't happen Probably it probably doesn't happen as often as most people think. We have not had a big tax law change since the Trump tax changes in, I believe that was the end of 2017. So it's been five years now, actually. And before that, there weren't massive tax changes uh, since like early in the Bush. Uh, Bush Jr. administration, I think in 2003. So that was 14 years. Um, There are minor changes here and there, but whenever those changes are gonna significantly impact your business, Hopefully your accountant is reaching out to you and letting you know, your accountant, your tax preparer, or your tax strategist. And this is why it's really, really awesome when you have a tax person who operates within your niche, because they might say, you know, this law over here that impacts like construction companies, my clients like don't care about that. But if I have something that's going to impact like creatives, I'm going to let you know because I can send an email to my whole client email list and everyone kind of wins. So you should be getting that kind of information from them as well, hopefully, if they're you know going above and beyond. Uh, number seven, whenever you move states. So this could also be deemed like a significant business change or life change. That's really, really big, right? Some states don't even have income taxes. Some states um, have really high income taxes. Some cities are a huge pain in the ass, like New York City has their own taxes. Whenever you move locations, it impacts which states you need to be paying quarterly taxes to, whether you need to even be paying them, it also impacts your sales tax. So that we could classify as a big life change as well. So I ran through those seven um, pretty quickly. This wasn't going to be a real long podcast episode. Just wanted to get the wheels turning on um, when you should consult people if you already have someone to consult and when to consider finding someone to consult uh, if you have any of these things happening. So before I wrap up all the way, I have a few more questions, uh, thoughts, things to share. Uh, One thing for you to consider is to ask yourself whether you need a bookkeeper, a tax preparer, a CPA, or a tax attorney. Those are all different people technically. I think most of us know what a bookkeeper does um, to some extent. They're responsible for tracking your business income and expenses and reconciling your bank account, creating your um, your financial reports. But typically, a bookkeeper is not going to provide you with like a high level of finance consulting. And they're definitely not going to give you any tax advice. Um, they're really just there to crunch the numbers. A tax preparer is typically just paid to... Prepare your taxes. Uh, this is a big kind of misconception for a lot of people. They expect to get a certain amount of consulting services with a tax return. Um, ideally, you're at least getting that little sit down conversation I mentioned earlier. But a lot of tax preparers don't even do that. Consider how much you're paying for your taxes. Um, and as a business owner yourself, you'll probably understand how all the margins work. If you're paying. for a business return, that's probably not going to come with anything else unless the person's undercharging over delivering, in which case you are in a great situation as the client. But if you want to find someone who gives tax strategy, probably going to start you $1,500 and up, right? I know accountants and I have friends who pay accountants to charge $3,000, $4,000 $3,000, $4,000 for their tax return, because really that includes the return as well as um, like support throughout the year. Most of the people I talk to who have tax preparers or accountants, don't like their accountants. And that's because when they email them, they're not getting prompt responses. And it's usually, I think, because those accountants are drastically undercharging. If they're only charging $500 for returns, then they probably have a really, really high volume of clients. They're probably getting tons of questions. And therefore, they don't have enough revenue in order to pay the support staff that they would need to manage that volume of clientele. So you can kind of see how that works. A CPA a CPA is a certified public accountant. CPAs are really trained to do a whole host of things. A CPA can be a tax repairer, but a CPA can also be a lot of, a lot of uh, other roles that are not relevant to small business owners. You don't necessarily need a CPA to be your tax repairer. An EA or an enrolled agent is someone who's specifically certified in tax preparation. Um, They are usually very good or anyone else uh, who just has tax prep experience. And then the last person I mentioned is a tax attorney. These are folks, this is, I'm technically a tax attorney. Um, I don't really, really operate as one, but tax attorneys are usually you go, who you go to for like really high dollar Transactions are complicated transactions, right? Like the tax attorneys will usually either work in-house for large corporations, helping them take advantage of the tax laws. They kind of work in partnership with the CPA to do the legal research on what is legally allowed with regard to the taxes, or tax attorneys will typically operate in the back tax arena. So if you end up owing past taxes, that's when you would want to consult a tax attorney to help you negotiate with the IRS. So those are some notes on that. Um, really what most people need is if you have a bookkeeper fabulous, you can also do your own bookkeeping, right? Uh, you can also do your own tax return, but if you want to hire someone to do that, that's also great. But the third piece that's often missing is the tax planning, the tax strategy. And I think it falls through the cracks because not a lot of service providers are really qualified to provide it. And not a lot of people are willing to pay for it, but that's where, the money savings can come in. So consider whether the person you're already working with can give you tax strategy. And if not, is that something that you're ready to outsource or is it something you need to learn a little bit about on your own? And if that's the case, we can definitely help you get started with that in Profit RX. just something to consider. We do the basics of the tax strategy inside of the program. Um, as always, if you have any questions about this podcast episode, post them in the Facebook group, Braden's besties, or, um, message me on Instagram at Braden Adam Drake. I would love, love, love for you to share the podcast on your Instagram stories that helps get the word out about the show and help other people in, uh, similar situations to yourself, find it to benefit from the content. I greatly appreciate it because it uh, helps me feel like I'm not just speaking into the void alone in my home office into a microphone. So that is it for today. Uh, Thanks for tuning in and I wish you the best, my friend. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.